Welcome in everyone to the Haven Podcast. You can be listening to anything else in the world right now, but you're listening to me. And I appreciate that. Hope you all have had a great work week um, on this week's video game focused episode. Um, we're going to be going over uh, quite a few little bits and notes in the video game industry. A lot of awesome topics. I cannot wait to give you my opinion slash the, the full-fledged news portion of it uh, on these next upcoming topics. Really, really excited um, you know, to talk about them and kind of jump in and all that stuff. Um, so on today's episode on the docket, we have my first impressions, not a review. So, you know, put your, your dick back in your pants. Um, but my first, uh, probably, eh, I would say I got, I got a, maybe 15 hours with it or so, maybe a tad bit less. So not nothing too crazy, but, um, I think I kind of got the gist of it. So I don't know if that's a good or bad thing with such few hours into a game to kind of, a a feeling as if I got my hands wrapped around it, but my first impressions on Red Dead Online. Um, so excited to talk about that, and then we're gonna touch on the things not going well for Bethesda. Can't wait to jump on that train. Um, I'll make sure when we get before we start that topic, I'll remind you guys to put on your shit boots, strap them up, lace them up. Let's go because we're going through a, a turd field with Bethesda. They're quickly quickly doing things or trying to do things that join them in my book of the ranks of like an EA and Activision. And we'll trust me, we'll touch on that and what have you. Then we, we're going to close it out with just uh, one very interesting industry note that took a turn that I wasn't quite expecting. So I'm recording this about uh, Thursday afternoon. So I just did a quick check on um, all my sites, Reddit's, etc. I didn't see anything pop up of anything breaking, but usually as it always goes, um, you know, that once I get done with this episode and I film it, I'll see something um, that I definitely would have wanted to talk about and gone over, but that's usually how it goes. So uh, with that said, enough jibby-jabbering, enough word vomit. Let's go ahead and jump into it. Let's start the show. Um, so we're starting off with Red Dead Online. So to kind of give you a quick backstory of it for those that are not in the know, um, Red Dead Redemption 2 recently came out and it is a masterpiece of fucking video gaming. Um so Red Dead Online has always been an extension of this. We knew it was coming. We had a, a brief idea that it was coming at the end of November. And Lord and behold, here's Rockstar just like coming up out of the shadows like fucking Batman. And just ugh, just giving you the business, you know, just true to their word, doing their thing and just reestablishing or not reestablishing, but just showing why they operate on a different level as a video game developing company when it comes to anyone else in this industry. Again, I think the only people that are really on that plateau is, yeah, it's Rockstar, CD Projekt Red, the guys that do Witcher, but they still, if they hit out of the ballpark with Cyberpunk, then I think you can officially put them on that same shelf as Rockstar, um, depending how Cyberpunk turns out, which I have high hopes for, because Witcher 3 was incredible. And then I normally would put Blizzard on that, and oh, that's the one note I wanted to get to, is the Blizzard crap. I don't think I talked about that on last week's episode, um, but yeah, I want to go ahead and jump into that. Um, we'll do that towards the end after the, I will do it before the industry note, that works. So Red Dead Online, the way they kind of, Rockstar debuted it, they talked about it months and months ago before the official campaign came out that, hey, we're going to have Red Dead Online is going to be available towards the end of November. We didn't hear anything about that. So what do they do? This past Monday, they do a data dump to all of like the IGN, the big people, as well as their official site of like, okay, guys, this is Red Dead Online, the beta 
it launches fucking tomorrow morning. And it's like, oh shit. And everyone just creams their pants and starts fucking texting their significant others and calling them. I mean, well, no one calls anymore, but you know, starts texting them like, ah, oh, fuck, I can't take care of dinner. I can't do, pick the fucking kids up from school. I play Red Dead. Um, so the way they kind of, un- the way they unveiled it, I thought was just simple, straight to the point. Here you go. But the steps in between to access it was a little, well, I wouldn't say a little, it was quite odd. So if you spent the hundred bucks and you got the legendary edition, you got access to it at 5.30 a.m. PST on Tuesday morning. If you played day one of launch, which I think was October 26th, if I remember correctly, you get access to the beta on Wednesday. And then if you played between like the 26th or 29th or something, like basically the first three days of the campaign releasing, you got it on Thursday and then it opens up for everyone else on Friday. So as of this recording, um, the Friday folks haven't started playing yet, which I think will be, uh, I wouldn't say the vast majority of people, but we'll, we'll see how the numbers turn out with it. It's just, um, I thought that was really weird. It was kind of like, just if you want to do like one day for the people that spent a hundred bones on it, I guess, you know, but I'm just like, it's a little, actually, I wouldn't even have done that. I would have just had it free roam for everyone. Those people got perks already for the hundred dollar edition. But my point being, this whole thing didn't make any fucking sense because for me, I qualified to start playing it Wednesday because they didn't specify the people that got it on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday when you could actually play it and what time, right? Just the days. But literally Tuesday, and I checked around 6 o'clock on Tuesday night, I logged in and I fell into the Wednesday people, I believe. I could play and access it. So it wasn't too much of a big advantage. So I've been streaming that low over live on Mixer. Again, search the Haven podcast on Mixer. Link in the description below. <laughs> so... I started playing it, create my character and stuff. So to kind of walk you through my my thoughts and feels about it, it's pretty fucking simple. You, it's Red Dead Online is to me for the most part Grand Theft Auto Five Online, but with a Wild West skin. I know that maybe it's kind of simple and makes some people kind of butt hurt, but don't take that as them just doing a copy and paste clone. It's very much so true to the Wild West universe and the rules that inhabit that world. And so you start off, you create your character. I don't want to give too many spoilers for story elements go or how the game starts off. I want people to experience that because I think it's very simple, but it's it's cool. It's straight to the point and it's Rockstar doing it in their own Rockstar type of way of storytelling that just, you know, for me, something again that I love, it just puts its grips and vices in me. I'm ready to go. So you create your character. From the most part, the character creation options are actually really well done. There's not too much, but there's not too little. It's not like Fallout where, well, I guess it kind of is. I shouldn't, I should take that back. I don't know. Just the way they do it, like in terms of the scaling of like your jaw size and shit like that, you can do all that crap if you want to, but it's simply put towards the player, which is lovely. So you got that whole aspect of it. You create your character. You do, I think it's like two, maybe three missions, and then it finally opens up to the free roam, the open world aspect of Grant or of Red Dead Online. And then from there, they give you the choices like, hey, this game's about getting experience, ranking up, leveling up, etc. We have given you, the player, three to four different ways in for you to do that, which I appreciate all the time. You can do it side quest-wise, which can be done solo by yourself without a group. Or if you choose to and you do the story missions, they'll say like, oh, these can be completed with two to four players. And then they automatically put you in matchmaking. Think of it almost like Destiny Strike System. When you do strike missions, that they'll like, hey, 
press and hold the what is it i think it's the y button on the xbox controller and boom there you go you can match make and we group you with two to four people i do give them props i felt like their reporting system because my very first mission i had to do i got grouped up with four people we did the mission two of the guys bounced out at the end because we failed it so i think they were just like impatient like i'm not dealing with this and then the other two were obviously me and this other person this other person was just fucking around the whole time like they were trolling so i easily was able to report them and boom they got booted because i had to redo the mission three times and i was like it's okay fuck ups happen but this person was legitimately just being a douchebag so for me personally when i reported them through the rockstar system they give you a couple options of what you're reporting them on and they use and they just get booted from the group right away so then they even say no action is going to be taken until we investigate it and stuff like that so um i think that's how they justify people not abusing the system so we'll see if there's any like stories or people get like fucking butthurt about it and like oh i got i got reported for you know this and people are taking it like we're always going to have those fucking stories we know it just depends how rockstar handles it that's all so you have that aspect of it and then from there you have other types of matchmaking which is you go to these signposts that are scattered throughout the world and the map itself of red dead online is literally the same map from the single player game so if you've been playing it towns like blackwater like valentine all that shit's in there and it's the same positions too of where the vendors are so you're already familiar with this world you know where everything is which is kind of a nice touch i have to say I was like, this is actually really helpful, and it's just it's it's something different about it that works for me personally, in my opinion. So you have all those aspects of it. You go back to these signposts. You can use them to fast travel. Then there's another different type of signpost. I know so original, and it looks like I think it's like a cow skull or something. So you interact with these posts, and what that does is it gives you then the player the option to pick um i think it's four or five different matchmaking modes so it's like your more traditional matchmaking like oh you can sign up for cowboy versus cowboy or whatever the fuck they call it and it's like 5v5 deathmatch kind of thing there's uh capture the territory you know similar to capture the flag and then this was the biggest surprise where they actually had a battle royale mode so i haven't got a chance to experience it i'm trying to wait for my brothers to jump on and for them to kind of get their feet in the water a little bit on this game before I progress too much into the story elements of it because I really want to experience and play this game with them from their point of view and just have those moments and try to create them together with in terms of what this online world specifically to Red Dead offers it can be very unique and cool in my opinion so I just can't wait to experience that with them so I'm kind of holding off on too many story elements I've done a couple missions here and there but I've mostly just been doing free roam where I'm just going around exploring the world and you know trying to uncover secrets and everything like that because there's quite a bit of like secrets and easter eggs that Rockstar has sprinkled into this game and on top of that Rockstar themselves have said we're going to try our best to make sure that whatever progress you've made in the beta carries over to the main release they have not announced what that main release date is yet but it seems like their priority at least that's what they're saying is to the player please report what you like what you don't like what you love what you don't love about this game as well as bugs and issues and blah blah like please we need to get this fixed and prepped so they're doing a good job with that you know to their player base getting them involved and not just content creation but as well as stability of the game itself um i had one issue with the server i couldn't find out if these are dedicated servers or not um, i would assume that they are but i had one server issue where i just kind of timed out 
other than that, I haven't had an issue with that whatsoever. And I've played a couple different, you know, times throughout the day and everything when I expect a little more traffic on the game itself, usually around nighttime. And again, didn't run into anything with it. So, and, you know, props to Rockstar. They're making this unlike fucking Bethesda and Fallout 76, which we'll touch on here in a, in a, in a little bit. They are in a very edu- in a very smart way. They're like free, go at it, like twenty four seven. The fucking servers, have fun, play the game to your heart's desire, kind of thing. And again, they've said like we're gonna have more stuff as time progresses within the beta. That we're gonna release more content that we have planned. We're just doing it step by step, which is intelligent on their own part. And I think that really helps with the game. So so far, I am I can't say that I love it or I hate it or anything. I just haven't had enough quality time with it and my time with red dead again has been very specific to certain things but i'm foaming at the mouth to like okay this is cool i mean i had a situation where this guy another player went fucking rambo and started murdering townspeople in blackwater as i pulled up to go to a quest giver and then boom he shows up as a red dot on my map my mini map and i'm like sweet he's fucking wanted like i can be the i can wear the white hat the or wear the white hat you know character and persona in this game and i love that and then going even further detail rockstar did reveal that hey we're bringing in our honor system from the campaign to the online portion so you can be a black hat gray hat or white hat um and for those that are like what the fuck is this guy talking about hats and colors for it's their honor system meaning if you want to be a total ass hat i I keep going hats you got hats on the mind um if you want to be a total asshole and just be a fucking scoundrel and a villain in this game, you can. If you want to be the sheriff, be the white knight kind of thing, you can do that as well. Or if you want to operate somewhere in the middle, you have that option too. Depending what choices you make and how people within the game perceive you, the NPCs, that will alter what happens in certain missions. And they did take a page out of like Star Wars The Old Republic where you do these two to four player co-op missions you know via matchmaking where stuff will occur where an npc could offer you something or a decision has to be made a choice amongst you and these four strangers that you're grouped up with and it's a morale decision either be good or bad and it's up to you the player you guys vote on it in terms of which way you lean so like the first time i did it it was uh this guy trying to like bribe us kind of thing to let him go and i voted like nope we're taking you in and the other three people voted unanimously as well to to bring him in and everything and not you know uh take the bribe and what have you so i'm very curious to see how intense those decisions get um because they do have a timer as well so you can't just sit there and like oh i gotta i gotta fucking take out a piece of paper and outline in my head where i think they might go story-wise with this so it's just it's fucking awesome like oh man so yeah again not a lot of quality time with it, mostly open world, stuff like that. Again, from what I've experienced so far, very excited for it. I can't wait to spend just hours upon hours with it, doing a little bit of everything and really fleshing those modes out because this is a game from the offset that I'm very intrigued by. I do enjoy it and I can't wait to be part of you know, the the support system that Rockstar is asking for to get feedback from people. And I, you know, whenever you have developers that are legitimately offering you this, that like, please get involved, let us know what you think and how you feel about it. Take it as gamers. Like if you're into it, that's how that shit works. Because chances are, if you feel strongly about something, there's someone else around the world, at least that feels the same way. And guess what? Chances are most of them do. So with that said, 
take advantage of it, put it out there, what you feel, what you like, what you don't like, so they can shape the game. The more info, the more feedback they have, the more likely they are going to change something and what have you. So yeah, that's so far. I'll be talking about Red Dead Online, I'm sure, throughout the year, and I'll be doing a lot of streaming of that, um, hopefully starting this weekend, um, probably this Friday and hopefully throughout the weekend with a couple different people and stuff. So if you're on Mixer, definitely check me out there and I'll be posting on Instagram when I go live and everything like that. So um, yeah, Red Dead Online, I just love the way they dropped it. Been waiting for this. So between this and Fallout 76, I'm good to go. But um, speaking of Fallout, let's uh, switch gears here from a positive storm that I once had or feels for it to negatives. So in the news, we basically had this uh collector's edition for fallout 76 come out it was 200 bucks you got the game you got a power armor helmet that's actually wearable um and then they promised you like this not a like this basically like a carry bag that comes with it and it looks super sweet looked really you know high quality of it so apparently the news is broke that people have gotten their hands on it it's actually a cheap fucking like not paper bag but like it's like a it's like a a bad gym bag that you had from like the early nineties as a kid, you know? And so, you know, a lot of people were yelling about this. Like you literally showed us one product, one version of this product. We purchased it because of what you showed us. And you literally sent us something entirely different. So I get why people are fucking angry about that. Like that's fucking shady as fuck. So Bethesda hears the calls. What did they decide to do? They tell those players, Hey, sorry, we fucked you over. Here's a $5 worth of free atoms for fallout 76. For people that don't know what atoms are, they're basically the microtransaction currency you use in fallout and $5 worth is 500. It's fucking nothing. It's really nothing in that game. Like you buy one thing, like I saw it posted on Reddit where guys like the duffel bag or the canvas bag that we were supposed to get, they put it as a digital item in 76 for you to buy via these atoms, right? As well. But it costs more, it costs 600 atoms to buy the digital version of it compared to 500 you know, for what we got compensated for, for this fake real bag that you get us. So I, again, it's important. I should mention, please separate Bethesda, the developers that are making this game. And there's criticisms for that side of it as well about fallout 76, which I won't get too much into right now. That's one side of the beast or the coin of this animal. That is the Bethesda company. This is like marketing bullshit PR, like people just being shady and fucked. And I'm sure they cross somehow some way a little bit and it's no accountability. It's just, it's them doing a very shitty thing. So I, sh I forgot to give you guys the, the heads up to put on your shit boots and strap them up. But with that said, I I'm going to give this a good old fuck you to Bethesda for this. Like, why did you think like who made that call? Secondly, that's your fucking response. But in between that, I should say, so maybe like two, one a or one B who the fuck thought you were going to get away with this. Like you were going to be able to do this and like no one would have raised a stink about it. Like people fucking lose their shit online all the time for way, way, way less important shit. Right. All the time. So what made you think that something that is, it's not important, but yeah, I think it's a reasonable gripe. Like it's, it's like, exactly like you fucking buy something and you're, you're shown like, this is what it looks like. And this is cool. And you're like, oh, that's part of it. And I get the helmet too sweet. I could use that carry on bag for work. It's legit looking. It doesn't look like, you know, a piece of shit. And it's like, oh no, we, we did a little bait and switch on you. Don't say anything like hush hush. It's like, go fuck yourself. Like, 
So Bethesda needs to get their shit together and go wipe their fucking ass and go take a nice hot or a nice cold shower, kind of get like, they didn't get humbled a little bit. And I think they are with Fallout 76 reception as well as this. It's And this is not the end. Everything comes in threes. There's a third one coming down the pipeline for Bethesda and they're going to get it. And, you know, I just hope they have lots of vials of lap or lipstick laying around the office so they can look pretty because people online are going to have a field day fucking them. And so it's... And they've deserved it so, but on the development side, now switching a little bit of gears, talking about Fallout 76 and its issues. So I'm putting a lot of time with it, streaming, non-streaming with it. Again, I stand by my review of it. I think I gave it like a B or B minus or something with lots of room to grow. Uh, the comparison I used was No Man's Sky. Again, I don't think this is anywhere close to what No Man's Sky was at launch. I think this is much better, um, at least in terms of what you can do, but it still has a lot of, I think the foundation for the most part is there, but there's chips in the foundation that they need to fucking work on. So last week, I believe it was, they had a big patch update for like stability, tweaks, etc. for the game, right? So I downloaded that. And then they took down the servers like at fucking lunchtime or on uh, the Pacific Coast time out of nowhere for a couple hours to do some server things. There wasn't a patch. Ever since then, my server connection stability to the game, and maybe it's just me or it's just a coincidence, I have no fucking clue. It feels like the servers are running worse than they were at launch. I didn't have issues like this in the beta, but this has been a train wreck. And it always happens at the fucking exact, not time or place, but exact circumstances. Like I'm in the middle of a building I come across, I enter it, and it's a like you transfer you load over into the building it's a huge ass building i go through like almost 95 percent of it clearing like just looting everything killing everyone and then boom i fucking disconnect so when i load back in right away not even within 10 seconds yes i'm outside of the building now but everything inside all the shit i just collected all the enemies just respawned now that if you're a fan of grinding and that's okay with you go for it I like grinding, but what I call sophisticated grinding. I don't like mindless grinding. This did not do it for me. And I understand some people may say, well, the whole game's mindless grinding. Like, to each his own. I get it. Like, I've still discovered and come across some really epic, cool shit in this game that has provided some very fond video game memories for me. And I'll stand by that. So anyone else that's losing their shit, like, this is a crab, this is blah, this is a fire, like, no, you're fucking, you're, you're just basically joining the circle jerk on each other's faces. That's all you're fucking doing. Like, let's be real. Let's, let's keep it 100. It's you, it's a lot of people just like, this is stupid, right? Yeah, it's fucking stupid. And they like start jerking each other off. That's all this is with Fallout, right? Now, if you don't like creative decisions they made, okay, that's a different story. But to go from one extreme to the other and act like, this is fucking knack one it's you know go go fuck yourself like you're just you're you're beaten to certain audiences and you're getting certain responses from people that are like getting you off let's like let's let's keep it honest here and keep it moving so with fallout they got a fucking like they got a, i don't know what it is the servers so i rage quit twice that past weekend not because the game was hard not because it was difficult not even because of a glitch because you can't get your dedicated servers right and it's like come on guys like i understand it's a new game you're dealing with a lot of different components in the background and everything but you gotta gotta strengthen that shit up and so i just wish there was something in place that was like hey if you disconnect you know the system recognizes it's whatever the reason you disconnect from our servers you have like a two to three minute window in which you can pop back into where you were 
on the same server because right now again you disconnect you log into a different shard a different instance of the game and everything's fucking reset and it's very it's just uh and i even had an issue too to be honest with you where twice it happened to me i fucking just opened up the menu because i need to drink water and the fucking game it didn't even crash i just disconnected and i'm like okay you're making me do something that's like a you know one for one of the gameplay loop like a step-by-step process right so fucking get it right like don't that's not my fault i gotta drink water you told me i have to do it so i'm doing it but don't fuck me over kind of thing so we'll we'll have more in fallout and all that shit as we go on like i said everything comes in threes and something else is going to come down the pike with them so um speaking of going down the pike um so i just added this note in for the podcast i want to touch on it so apologies i don't have all the sources of information in front of me that's how you know how well planned this little shindig is um of the podcast so it was interesting. So we had some issues and we're going to be talking about Blizzard now. So Jason Schreier of Kotaku, again, he's like the Michael Jordan of video game reporting, um, has some shitty things he does, you know, the way he conducts himself, I've seen personally. But as far as work goes, the guy knows his shit. You know, he's on top of it. There ain't no question about that. So with that said, as we kind of move forward and everything like that, he had an article that came out, I think it was right before Thanksgiving or last week. I'm trying to get the details right. So he did a write-up basically kind of going over the clusterfuck and the PR shitstorm that Blizzard experienced and went through with the unveiling of um, Diablo Immortal, the mobile thing. We touched on it a couple weeks ago and just Blizzard being completely tone deaf to their audiences and their fans. So fast forward in this article gets interesting because towards the end of it, he does mention that he talked with a lot of Blizzard developers, some that work for the company, some that don't. They're all anonymous because of, you know, no motherfuckers want to get fired, you know. So they talked about how the culture has slowly started to adjust and change within the walls of Blizzard. The president of Blizzard that kind of kept what sounds like Activision at bay, he's gone. He's retired and other pencil pushers have come in and fucking bean counters. And that's starting to leak over into the way Blizzard conducts themselves in a video game standpoint in the industry. So it seems like Activision is definitely trying to do their invasion technique and and put their grass. And some people that he did interview said, like, no, the culture's changed. Like, now it's a big, huge emphasis from this new gal that Activision brought in uh, to watch the Blizzard people. It's a huge, huge push from Activision and such to be like, watch, we got we to talk about money watch the money we can't we got to cut back we got to cut it's like you're fucking blizzard you need to cut back money you're running what a 10 plus year fucking mmo that's still making money hand over fist and you're talking about cutting money like fucking hell dude it's again blizzard a company i love a lot of great memories from them and it's just this fucking continued corporate greed of just being fucking idiots and activision it's like I get it if they came in as like the big corporate industry and all they did was make so much fucking money and they never pissed anybody off. Like they had their finger on the pulse of everything. I get it. They own it. They come in. They're like, we're going to do it this way. It's bad business practice, but fuck, people don't seem to mind. They keep giving us fucking money for Call of Duty every year and we keep fucking them and they keep saying more plays with a smile waving at us. So I, I get it if that was, you know, it, it, just, it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. That's pretty much what I'm trying to trying to communicate and it's just a bad sign that we go down and i'm not here to, to create fear or anything like blizzard's going to change but i mean i think it's pretty clear that like there's some red flags that have definitely popped up in regards to the situation and you know it's 
Again, people, can't say it enough. Vote with your wallet. Quit giving these fuckers a pass. Don't. There's too much information out there, and there's too much ease of access of information for you to be fucking stupid. Like, you being stupid and not knowing that EA is developing this game, or they own the company that's developing this game, and then when that game comes out and they fuck you over, anthem, anthem. Don't be fucking angry. Like, don't go rage post and be like, I can't believe they did this. It's like, no, dude, it's fucking called EA. They known for one thing consistently. It's not quantity. It's not quality. Oh, it is quantity. It's bad quantity, but it's definitely not quality. It's fucking you, the consumer, over. And for every time you see those people post, like, well, it's not a deal, but it's okay. Like, it's fine. You know, we, we appreciate, you know, getting fucked over just a little bit. And it's like giving them a fucking pass and they're going to keep doing it again. We've talked about it. They keep pushing the line further and further on you until you tell them, no, hold up, stand back, back it up. And then they know where the line is. Now they can keep it moving further. So don't be fucking reckless. Don't be stupid. Don't be lazy. If you vote with your wallet, vote intelligently meaning and also yeah don't get fucking butt hurt or be sending out articles to friends or posting angry shit if or not if when as an example ea comes and fucks over you the player through one of their development houses or activision especially for that matter so you just got to keep an eye on blizzard and moving forward and and everything like that so i'm curious how that all kind of works itself out so um with that said moving on to the last bit of info for today's episode before we wrap it up so a quick industry note uh this came out per Eurogamer last week at this year's video game awards which i believe is in the beginning part or second week of december of this year we will be getting an official um kind of unveiling if you will at said video games words that um there is a new alien game coming out called alien blackout and you're like cool what do we got on that? So it's being developed by a team called Cold Iron, which was purchased by a 20th Century Fox um, subsidiary, Fox Next. Uh, the Cold Iron studio was started by several ex-members of Cryptic Studios known for projects such as Neverwinter Nights and City of Heroes. Um, per the Cold Iron developer's own website, their new Aliens game will be a shooter. And then per Aaron Loeb, who's actually the president of this Fox Next company, says it will be an action-packed, persistent world steeped in mysteries from the universe of Aliens. Um, and then Eurogamer even goes on to say that it's going to have a lot of elements in it found in destiny so a when i hear that i get a little bit excited i love the alien universe i love the lore of it um even though ridley scott should have that taken away from him decades ago but i hear that and i'm like that sounds cool then i think of microtransactions and i immediately have my stomach do a a jumping jack it's um it, this is something that is an idea. I'm curious how they execute it, what the official veiling is at the Game Awards. I'm sure it's not going to be gameplay. It's just going to be like a sh- trailer with maybe some gameplay shots like quickly cut. So you just have to pause every second to see a, a screen grab. But I think my my hot take is coming off the bat of this, and I hope I'm completely wrong, that this is a game that will come out have some things about it that are really interesting really cool some cool ideas and concepts but it got fucked up because they built it around microtransactions from the ground up i hope i'm wrong about it but they take shortcuts instead and do the micro so but if you're a big fan of alien you know like this is something to keep an eye out for as well and all that and again the video game awards are coming up like i said in a week or two lots of rumors out there of what's going to be shown what's not and what capacity it's going to be shown they do have some good reveals there i know one has been that finally they're going to fucking show something 
more concrete than like a CGI teaser trailer of the new Avengers video game coming from Square Enix. So I have my fingers crossed for that, which to be honest, I think it's going to be another microtransaction fest. I just, I know people are like, well, you can't just keep saying that for everything. It's like, guys, that's the industry we're going towards. Like we or we've been there already with microtransactions and multiplayer games. And we pushed back enough that now we're going to see it bleed over in a single player game. Looking at you, Assassin's Ass Creed Odyssey, fucking assholes. Um, but you know what? Shout out to uh, Ubisoft real quick before we go and wrap up the outro. Ubisoft came out and said, like, when they were asked about microtransactions and the way they conduct them and everything. And I forgot who it was. I think it's one of the head guys at Ubi. They came out and just flat out said, like, well, fuck, if you don't want us to do microtransactions and shit like that, quit fucking buying them. People are buying them up left and right. So... Like, it has more to do than whales, like, people that are just hemorrhaging money on it. It's everyone's buying them. Like, we could see the data. So why the fuck would we stop doing if everyone's buying them? So, again, just quit it. Just, it's not that hard. Just play the fucking game. It's okay. If it's cooked around you having to buy it, then guess what? Fuck that. Don't buy from that company ever again. Problem solved. So, um, remember, friends don't let friends buy microtransactions, people. Anyways, so with that said, guys, it's going to do it for me today. I hope you all enjoyed today's episode. If you like what you've heard on the podcast, want to help it grow and or support it, informational links can be found in the description of this episode of how you can do just that, i.e. you rate it, review it on your preferred podcast listening platform. This concludes what you like, what you don't like, what you want to hear more of, etc. Also, feel free to share the podcast via social media, Reddit, or any of those basically sites you use i would greatly greatly appreciate it or better yet get involved with the podcast by sending your listener questions to the podcast email which is thehavenpc at gmail.com um check out our instagram account there um or even you know check me out on mixer when i'm streaming there ask questions there have a conversation i love that kind of shit again no dick splits please um so yeah um yeah i think that's going to be it and remember those questions don't have to be related to whatever topics we discuss that week it could be about anything if you want to or just on those topics just about having that conversation that dialogue with you guys um so yeah thanks again you guys hope you all have a great and wonderful and hopefully red dead very online weekend as i am and i will talk to you guys this monday take care you guys